and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today is a good enough in practice episode about my basement of doom. I'm excited to talk about your basement of doom. <laughs> <laughs> really? I feel like that needs theme music. <laughs> right, right. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> well, I have seen your basement, and I can understand that that basement feels a little overwhelming, but I want to assure you that I have seen basements a lot more overwhelming than yours. If it, I don't know if that makes you feel better or not. Um... Weirdly, I'm not comparing myself on this one. Okay, yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah, and (laughs) um, it doesn't matter if other people's basements are nicer or less nice. It's the basement of doom. (laughs) Do you want to expand on that? Well, like many basements, it's the repository for things that we would naturally store down there as well as things that we don't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. Um, And over the last five years, there's been a lot of dumping of stuff that I didn't know what to do with. Like stuff when um, I moved my mom out of her house and, you know, stuff I took from her house. And then after she passed away, stuff from her apartment, um... We had an apartment that was furnished um, and just rented it as an unfinished apartment. Unfurnished apartment. It is finished. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> unfurnished, which means we had to take all the furnishing, furnishings out, um, some of which we're using in our living areas. And a lot of it is stuff in the basement. Um and it's just a lot of stuff. Well, and you and it's a it's a full basement, but it's not a huge basement. I mean, your house is you have a big house, but the footprint, I guess, isn't that big. No, um, the, not- the footprint of the basement is probably there's probably about eight hundred square feet of usable space, uh-huh. which sounds like a lot. Unless you have a lot of stuff in it, and then yeah. you can't walk through it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's a lot when it's full, and it's a, yeah. It's just yeah. But you've got you're using it, you know, for your kitchen overflow, like um, God intended. <laughs> and then <laughs> yes, uh, it's our pantry because right? we don't have a pantry. Right. And it's a laundry. Your washer and dryer down there. I yeah, think. we have yeah. a whole like a separate laundry area. Hmm. Um. And then you just have these things that happen in life. You're not, in addition to your mother's stuff, you had kids moving in and out and going to college. And, yeah. And so um, there, 
and now I haven't seen it since you added the stuff from the apartment when you when you defurnished your rental place. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, it's it's overwhelming. I know. I mean, those yeah, things are, are, are overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and it can feel at least what I hear from clients all the time and actually experienced in my own. Remember my basement, Shannon? It was like Silence of the Lambs. Down oh, there. yeah, it was scary. It, was scary. it wasn't, it was, there wasn't like, because it was full of stuff. It was just a scary basement. Oh, but there was a bunch of crap. There was a lot of stuff. I filled a 1-800-GOT-JUNK truck. Filled <laughs> to the brim. So it was a little embarrassing since I work with those guys. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway. You uh, didn't pretend it was someone else's house? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. No, I didn't. I should have thought of that. Um, but... Um, but it was so overwhelming to think about how to get going with it and what was the best way to deal with it and so forth. And what ended up happening with us, which I cannot recommend, is that we ended up with a big water issue. So we had to th- throw everything away. Oh, <laughs> right? well, we had a lot of water damage. And then also it had to get completely empty, which really um, helped me let go us let go of stuff. Yeah, that... That will speed things along, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, now we have an empty basement, which is del- oh, virtually, which is delightful. But um, in your case, there's not a lot of elbow room. No. Yeah. So what what uh, what what are you going through when you think about dealing with the basement of doom? Well, I'm I'm getting caught in that perfectionistic loop of what's the best way to do this. Mm-hmm. And not only sort of what's the best way to do it, but what's the best way to organize things? Like, what am I, what am I aiming for? Mm-hmm. You know, what's my goal? And then how do I get there? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think um, that question that we bring up in the podcast all the time really um, helps get some clarity on on your goals, right? Which is, you know, why, what's important to you about your basement? What is it you would like your basement to be? Is it important to you for it to be, for example, a repository for other people's stuff? <laughs> um, or is it more important to be able to walk in it freely? Or, you know, getting, don't you imagine that getting to the, have you gotten to the bottom of that yet? Of what uh, what's important to me? To you about your basement? How you want your what's basement important to, to me is that I can find and access what I have down there. Yeah. That I know what's down there. I know where it is. It's organized. I don't mind having the whole basement be storage. Mm-hmm. As long as it's accessible and organized. And right now, do you feel like it's possible for it to be organized um, with that quantity of stuff? Or is it going to be necessary to let go of some stuff? Well, it would take, there's a bunch of shelving units, and I think it would take moving those around in a different configuration Mm -hmm. to make it work. Mm -hmm. And then a a lot of stuff would have to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, Come out permanently or come out in order to move shelves around? Permanently. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And... And, you know, I think that there's enough room to store as much as we want to store. It's just that we've shoved stuff down there because we didn't know what else to do with it. Right. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can totally relate. And so <laughs> when I think about, you know, what we do in my company is we come in with multiple people and we 
sort it all out. And if we can, we take it outside or whatever, wherever we can find the space to do it. And that allows, uh, uh, when it's sorted, it allows for e much easier decisions. And then we put it back together again, which for people like us who, A, think in categories and enjoy doing this, it's, and B, it's not our stuff. <laughs> which is right. the huge part of it. There's no emotions or whatever. We can make this stuff happen so fast, you know, uh, and the people, the clients pay a lot of money for it, um, and they're thrilled, right? So yeah. I wish we could swoop in there for you. If um, if we live there, man, uh, I could bring my people in and we could probably take care of it. But you'd still have the emotional labor of those of all the stuff that's behind it, right? I mean, uh, I would think. Uh, well, yeah, but I also feel like it's not so important. I mean, there's just junk down there. I mean, I'm not even talking about, like, stuff that came from my mom's mm -hmm. house or whatever. There's just, like, you know, like, wood scraps and and <laughs> chairs that from the dining set that we just gave to our oldest son and mm -hmm. you know like stuff that we're never going to use we don't need we don't have a sentimental attachment to it just needs to be made to go away right so you um, know th there's a couple of approaches right one is doing a little bit at a time and another is trying to do it all in a huge fell swoop over one weekend or something like that which might require help uh Right. I sort of, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I sort of feel like I, I need to get a grasp on the categories of stuff that I have and sort of how I want them stored in the basement. Does that make sense? Um, well, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. We, I don't know that you have to do that in advance necessarily, but you can. I find it's a lot less overwhelming after everything's been sorted out and then stuff gotten rid of and you see what you have left. Then you have cat, you have sorted assemblage of stuff. It's, then it's a lot easier to figure out where to put it. Right. Well, I'm just sort of thinking more in terms because there's no there's no open there's nowhere to sort stuff too. Can, do you have easy access to the outdoors? Is it or is it just to the side of your house? It's just to the side of the side house. Of so it's not super easy. It's not super hard, but you, it would. And also, this is Portland. It's <laughs> raining. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. In our house, when we did our, well, we did. We weren't just crowded in our basement, uh, and we had so much trash that does make it a lot easier because there was so much that had gotten wet. But uh, yeah, we did it all in the basement, but we had a little bit more elbow room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm yeah. I, I'm sort of thinking that it might be helpful to have kind of a I'm not staging area but a sorting area mm -hmm. and just to be able to sort of do it one box at a time and and you know the problem is like stuff is in bins but it's just piled in bins so the lids don't go on oh yeah you know so then you know things teetering everywhere and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can definitely do it one bin at a time or one box at a time, but um, probably you'll have to do more than one pass, right? So because yeah. once you, because it, unless it's really well organized right now, probably there's categories spread over various bins. Um, I don't, I don't even know what the categories would be. You oh okay, so right now things were just thrown in bins, not 
they're not necessarily it might be no there's like a bin of stuff for my mom's house and it has like jewelry and an old game and um a lamp and a you know like just random stuff right the category is stuff from your mom's house yes (laughs) it's the category right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean so um i find because i'm dealing with other people's stuff and so I don't know what it is before we go in, particularly, that, right. that categories emerge. So yeah. we don't give a, a whole lot. Of, I've Well, what I have found over the years is back in the day when I first started to do team organizing, I, I tried, I planned so carefully. And nothing oh, right. ever went according to plan. So right. I stopped planning. I mean, now we just go in and, um, and, and, and everything just, the magic happens. You know, yeah. the, the categories emerge. Um, so... I would let go of the idea that you can pre-plan this and that you need to pre-plan this in order to get started. That feels impossible, though. Oh, it does? Okay. (laughs) No, I mean, it's so funny because I feel like, how will I know what I'm doing if I don't have it planned? Oh, okay. Well, um I think that you're a resourceful individual and you'll figure it out as you go along. But I can understand that that doesn't feel, that might not feel so comforting. Um, well, no, because you know I trust you implicitly. So if if you have that much faith in me. Oh, yeah. It just feels wrong and backwards. Okay, so <laughs> I wonder if my clients feel this way about my advice. <laughs> um, I hope not. Um the the alternative would be to, uh-huh. to spend some time figuring out how you think it's going to go and then be comfortable with it going a different way. Right. And that probably feels okay. Yeah, that does feel okay. I'm thinking, you know, post-it notes in a file folder. Um, to represent the basement. Okay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I it's so funny. I feel like I have to have like a an idea of what I'm aiming for. Okay. And 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 I think that's just fine as long as it's not stopping you from doing anything. Right. Um I just know that uh it's really hard to think clearly in, when you're s- surrounded by disorganized stuff. That's why we like to just go in and create order. Yeah. And then get rid of as much as possible. And, of course, the client is the one who has to make the decisions about what to let go of. But when right. we can put it all together, you know, all the all the lamps, regardless of whether they came from your mother or from your college-age son um, or daughter, uh, you see all the lamps. That's how, That could be helpful. I mean, everybody's different. And it's... Okay, right. Not, that wasn't a great example. Well, I, I get what you're saying, though. And I... And... Um, I feel like the difference between me sort of sketching out really roughly that that allows me to start and instead of trying to figure out the right way to do mm-hmm. it, just a starting place. Yes. Like, okay. I yeah. think this is, this is sort of what I have in mind and then just getting started and, you know, I'm, I have, I don't feel like I, for whatever reason, just in this 15 minutes, <laughs> I feel like I've let go of trying to figure out how to do it the right way. Good. 
and that I can just have a very sort of loose plan. Like I, I know some of the categories that are down there, like, you know, there's like paperwork that we have to hold on to. And there's, um, you know, there's a little bit of like holiday decoration and stuff like that. So um, I feel like I can kind of come up with some kind of general ideas and then just get started box by box and let it evolve as I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think that's good. I just don't want you to think you can come up with a plan that you're going to have to live, to up, live up to. No, not at all. Not at all. But before we started, I felt like I needed to have the right plan. Like I needed to have it all figured out. And now I have let that all go. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And you know, if you if you worked with a professional organizer, that could be helpful. And I'm happy to make some recommendations for you after I check and see who all my colleagues in or Portland are. But it's something to consider whether it might be worth the investment to get it done and let go of the responsibility for perfection. Well, the problem is, to the other thing I'm doing to get started is I'm giving myself full permission to not get rid of anything that isn't obvious garbage. Okay. So, uh, and and you may recall from trying to help me. <laughs> That's right. You don't really enjoy working with professional organizers. Uh-uh. which is not uh, thankfully you're unusual among the people i work with um but uh yeah you're right you're probably i don't like being asked the questions all the time like it's i find it so stressful yeah so interesting and i'm like i'm unique in that (laughs) yeah well maybe not but um you could potentially hire someone to help you just sort it all out and then you could go through the stuff on your own, but I like your idea of you know going going for the low hanging fruit, getting the obvious, the easy trash and stuff that you that you don't use, don't love, doesn't don't have any attachments to. Get mm-hmm. that out first, yeah, and then see where see where things land. Yeah, and I think you know sort of get rid of that stuff, and then my goal will be to put um, lids on bins. Mm-hmm. And and bins on shelves? Yes. Yeah, because bins on shelves are so much better than bins stacked up. And then, you know, then that will clear some space and allow me to, you know, to get more in depth of going through stuff. And Oh, poor Bix. So sorry. Stop it, Bix. I think his next door neighbor came home. And he's like, oh. bark. Shh, I'm not letting you out right now. Oh. Go is this away. sad or no this is begging for me to take action please leave oh go go tell your dad go didn't work <laughs> sorry fix <laughs> interrupted you um and i lost my i lost what you were saying um uh i think what i was saying is you know getting lids on bins oh. bins on shelves and then i can more easily go through sort of one thing at a time with yes. a little bit more space, you know, a little more time away from things. And a little more physical space. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Just knowing that get going through it enough to let go of the easy stuff will allow you, hopefully, enough physical space 
for you to have the um, a staging area or the um, um, relaxed mindset where you could just do one. You know, it, it, a crowded space is hard to function in. So right. I think that's a really great idea. Yeah. And I this has been a super helpful. I mean, we're talking specifically about my basement, but in sort of taking out the framework of what we just worked through, I think it would be really helpful for any big project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, just thinking through why something's important to you. And, you know, for me, it was sort of important to recognize what was keeping me stuck and, you know, coming up with a lot of different ideas until something felt right and doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now how do you feel about your basement? Well, I want to go down and, and spend 15 minutes in my basement. Really? Yeah, I literally do. I'm going to as soon as we're done. <laughs> oh, man, that's excellent. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Well, good. And, you know, this isn't going to air for a couple of weeks. So maybe we'll in the show notes, we'll be able to have a nice update. May I urge you it, it for your own sake, not necessarily for the show notes, to take a before picture or two? Sure. Because that's, I mean, we don't have to publish them, but it can be very, it, it, very nice. And clients are always asking me to send them the before and after pictures. Because right. I've already forgotten how it, how it looked before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will definitely take before pictures. Great. But I'm not confident I will share them beyond with you. I understood. understood. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind. And I'll put a link in the show notes to because I'm not ashamed of my before pictures for whatever reason um, of my basement uh, project because it was it was it was a scary basement as you know yeah don't feel like you have to though (laughs) no pressure no no pressure okay well we would like to hear from you do you have a basement of doom (laughs) do you have another big project that you're working on Uh, you can let us know how you're approaching it on Facebook and Instagram at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can leave us a message and tell us all about it at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. And you can also head to the show notes and leave a comment at gettingtogoodenough.com. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. If my recording setup was portable, I would already be on my way down to the basement. (laughs) Excellent. We won't waste any time chatting after we hang up here.